Welcome back to Disney Dependent. My name is James Macmillan. And I'm Sarah Chilcott. Hi. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> We're going to do our best on this one. Just a quick preface or a preface, however you want to. Preface. A preface. Uh, it's been a, a specifically tough week for all parties included in this room right now. Um, our personal struggles that our poor cat is sick and is not doing all that well, but we're holding out hope and the Disney magic ought to do the best for her possible. And it's super important that we keep going and that you guys listen and keep going and do the things that make you happy. And Disneyland and Disney magic always makes me happy. So anyway, just want to get that out of the way that things have been a little rough. And for Sarah, it's been not a whole lot better. Yeah. So anyway, we know that you guys have things going on in life too. 2020 has been especially strange. I think COVID has made everything just heavier. For sure. I it, think maybe you know, if, if if everyone was able to just do their normal stuff, yes, all of the other stuff wouldn't feel so incredibly heavy. It just sucks but like it's... trying to visit your cat and you have to wear a mask. Yes. And we are the lucky 1% to even be able to visit our cat. Everyone else is not allowed to. Oh, wow. That's nuts. We're just a special case because Minerva was doing bad enough to like, we'll let them come in. Right. But um, so everyone out there, raise a glass to Minerva yeah. or keep your fingers crossed or whatever yeah. you do that sends good vibes to a cat in need. Yeah. Do it, please. She's a Disney princess. She, she really sure is. is. God, she's the epitome of a Disney princess. She's definitely going to be our picture yeah. for this week's episode. Hell yeah. Minerva. I like that. Uh, cheers to Minerva. Cheers, cheers. My stuff hasn't changed at all. I'm still living in a hotel. Yep. Um, so that's super fun. <laughs> super comfortable. <laughs> um, yeah. A big old family. Right. Um, Husband's working at home. I will say, though, that today I was like, I was just ready to punch a wall or a person, whichever yeah. got in my way first. Um, and I thought, okay, I don't have my media rec for today. I was probably going to kind of fake it and pull something out of my mem- my recent memory. But I hadn't listened to any, or I hadn't watched or listened to anything new, and I was just like, oh my gosh, I need to find something. So I went to pull up Disney Plus and realized, hey, idiot, you're in a hotel. You don't have Disney Plus here. But I did have Netflix. So oh, there you go. I won't tell you what my media rec is yet, but it is on Netflix. So that was... Um, oh. it, it saved me from literally just jumping out the second story oh, window yeah, and, and doing nothing but harming myself. <laughs> it would just be embarrassing. Yeah, that's right. You're like, what happened? I don't know. It didn't uh, work. <laughs> I love that. That's a hilarious image uh, of you jumping out of the the most like... It's like 11 feet off right, the ground. Right. I would just... Goodbye, cruel world. <laughs> yes. Ouch. And you sprained your ankle. Yeah. And God now damn. one more thing yeah. to add to this. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. so good. So, uh... That's yeah. That's our update. Everything sucks, but we're going to talk about Disneyland and feel a lot better. Yeah, and that's the thing is everything feels like it sucks at the moment, but in reality, it doesn't. No, and it always gets better. We personally, the three of us, and everyone that we love really is healthy. Yes, we all have a roof over our head, God, and no. everyone is taken care of and loved, and we have nothing to complain about. But we're going to complain anyway because that's what humans do. Yep. So you're going to deal with it. Yeah. And and not to be too corny, but Disneyland does teach you that, that there is hope in the world no matter how bad things get. And that's the whole point of Disneyland. Yes. It had, it's always been that for me, is that it's, it's a reminder of like the best parts of our history, the best parts of our present, and the most hopeful parts of our future. Hey, well you know? worded. That's what it is. We're not a perfect country. We're not a perfect, it's not a perfect park. It's not a perfect company. How could it possibly? It was started in the 50s. Right. The fact that it's still open and this whole like Splash Mountain being renovated thing, that's signs of of progression and that that park will always evolve. Absolutely. And that's the way Walt Disney wanted it too. exactly how he wanted it. He said it would not be stagnant. Yeah. Anyway, so. just wanted to throw that out there. Before we get into our topic for the day, we need a weather report and James... <laughs> here we go that was a higher pitched one i like it yeah yeah uh so in not disneyland it is 72 and partly cloudy yes it is and it is 86 degrees and sunny at disneyland 
I mean, we can't really complain too much about 72 degrees and partly cloudy. It doesn't feel like the... I would prefer 78 and sunny. Well, it's July 3rd. Tomorrow's the 4th of July, and it does not feel like that. Nope. It's been raining, and it doesn't even look like particularly sunny out there. I'm still in jeans. I know, I just, me too. We had like this fake week where it was really hot and everyone yeah. was like, oh, it's summer. It's I'm going to shave every day. And then we just went back to our- Back to hoodies. Back to our Oregon life. What you going to do? What you going to do? Well, let's uh, let's be magically whisked away to Delaware. Hi, I'm, I'm in, in Delaware. Delaware. <laughs> Sorry, that's nice a Wayne's World reference. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> no, but it, let's seriously let's let's go let's go to let's go to the park let's go to Disneyland let's put ourselves there. <laughs> so, uh, in honor of Splash Mountain's exciting retheming, we just wanted to uh, first say that we fully support it yes. and think it's awesome. Yes. Um, we will, of course, miss Zippity Doodah and oh, man. all of the totally. sights and sounds of the original. Splash Mountain. It's one of my favorite rides. But not at the expense of how excited we are yeah, to man. see new and we'll always have those memories. In fact, yep. I have to say that when I walked in today, Ashley handed me a bag of cookies that she made and she put them in a oh, zippity doodah bag that you get from Splash Mountain when they're like, here, put your phone and keys in here so you don't get, soaked. <laughs> get really angry at the end of this when we you're going to go under a tidal wave. So I have cookies in a Splash Mountain Zippity Doodah bag that's probably going to be worth something someday. So, hey, all of you out there with Zippity Doodah bags, hang on to those and sell them on eBay. Yeah, and one quick note on the Splash Mountain Mountain. That's not a word. Splash Mountain renovation. <laughs> you know, even between you and I, we have differences, and you know, we have different opinions on things as one does in life. But overall, I know that everyone. Like, like Flander had a, a very good point about it. Mark Bricky had a good point about it. Other vloggers and YouTubers and stuff, everyone has their own take on it. But I think an overwhelming consensus, and even for me, because I, I, I'll admit, I did, I kind of struggled with it. Yeah. This whole, like, you know, kind of erasing the past mm-hmm. momentum. I, I have my own concerns about that, the, that kind of, you know, wave of momentum, whatever. But in, in the end, it is clearly a positive movement, mm-hmm. and it certainly helps that that movie freaking rules. Like, I really, really love that You're movie. You're talking about Princess and Princess the Frog. Princess and the Frog is yes. so great. Just to be clear. Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, no. I've never <laughs> seen Song of the South. not giving high praise to Song of the South. I've never even seen it. What I think is really funny Has anyone is, seen it? Oh, yeah. I've seen it. Yeah, I've only seen bits of it, and it's it's tough. It's pretty cheesy. Yeah. Um, but, I mean... Definitely is from a certain time, yeah, uh, to say the least. But uh, I think it's funny that like if this ride had come out in the fifties or sixties, it would be sad to see it go because it, not maybe not sad to see it go any more sad. But I would understand the erasing no, I, I the past agree. thing more. But it was in but this was like late eighties, almost nine nineties. Yeah, we already kids we were, by then. Yeah. yeah. We'd right. already been, it was a new ride for us at some right. point. I right. mean, this is not an old, old ride. Maybe it is for some youngins out there. but No, it's a good um, point. It's for a, us, I, this absolutely. was not a new movie when it came out. They picked this movie on purpose, which is just so funny that anyone watched I, Song of the South yeah. and said, we need to make a ride out of that movie. I think it just shows the like, sort of the cluelessness of the yeah. time. You know, in well, the 90s and late 80s, this just wasn't on top of mind. People didn't really think about this stuff. So anyway, for whatever criticisms you have or don't have, I think in the end, even if you hate the decision they made, just remember that Disney does everything really well. Oh, yeah. The They're concept art it. for this. They're going to nail I, it. I Seriously, it took my breath away. It's so I beautiful. Know. I'm so excited. And I, again, The Princess and the Frog is a fantastic Disney classic movie. Yeah. We just watched it again the other night. And I love it more now than I did the first time I saw it. Because you had been telling us about it for a while. And it took us a little bit to get around to actually watching it. Watched the first time, I thought it was great. The second time I watched it, I'm just like, oh yeah, that's on par with Aladdin and Little Mermaid. Like all of those musical, classic, hand-drawn Disney movies. Mm-hmm. And to, I mean, it, it melts my little heart to think of a little black girl or boy going up, you know, waiting in line and seeing that depiction yes, of what they grew up with. that looks like them That's, for the first time. It's culturally super important. And yeah, I think absolutely. It, it does, 
I think it does bode well for Disney in the end. So I don't know. You know, you can't expect the park that opened in 1950 freaking five to stay the same. It's 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 an odd dichotomy, right? Because it's what we love about Disneyland is it feels the same, uh-huh. but it always changes. Yep. You walk in the main street, it feels just like it did when you were a little kid. Mm-hmm. Somehow. Yes. But it has changed and it always will change. And we'll always have growing pains with it. Of course. It'll always hurt a little It'll bit hurt. to see something yes. go, but yep. ultimately we will be happy with it because we just will be. I just oh, I have no they know doubt what in my mind doing. that it's going to be an amazing oh, retheming. God. It looks so cute. Yeah, it, I mean, it, really it just, does. I can't wait now. I now I'm like, I'm on board. The music's going to rule. Yep. The visuals are going to rule. I can just see all the little fireflies. Oh, oh it's going to be adorable. I and can't that wait. little trumpet playing alligator. Ah, Come on. It's going to be great. Forget about it. All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> what you got? We have ourselves what was going to be a Disney dependent uh, cage match. Cage match. <laughs> but given the sensitive nature of the week that we have been experiencing, we've We're decided to make it a little move. bit less competitive and a yeah. little bit more uh, friendly and open. Yes. So it's going to be a Disney dependent game time instead. I love it. So that. I have tasked these two with coming up with three updates that they would make to each park yes a la splash mountain to the princess and the frog it could be anything from an update to a ride update to features Uh, it could be a new restaurant it could be anything anything that that seems likely for a disneyland resort like if you're it's the whole like you're president for the day what would you do yep if you are in charge of disney engineering or imagineering sorry god how dare i disney imagineering <laughs> i can't believe i even just said that jeez i feel like what, what's what do catholics do when they whip themselves self-flagellation yes <laughs> you do it like a mickey mouse or something <laughs> oh you do it with your pin lanyard that's what you do <laughs> Uh, okay. So, I don't know who wants to go first, but I would like to hear your proposals. Sarah, why don't you go first? Okay, so I um, I read the directions wrong, and rather than coming up with three for each park, I thought I was overachieving and came up with, I came up with too many for one park. I, I thought I was just doing three total, but I yeah, came up I, with five. I also don't have three for each park. Oh, good. We're going to make it work. Okay. Sweet. Okay. I just so, have some for I have each. five total <laughs> and two from DCA and three from Disneyland. Okay. So I will start with one from Disneyland. I'm going to probably receive some serious hatred for this from some people and some serious praise from some people. Ooh, I like this. Buzz Lightyear has got to go. That ride is old. Oh, wow. And sad and that is dirty gonna... and sticky and Them the lasers words, don't Sarah. work, and it makes me angry every time, and it the picture sucks at the end. I mean, come on. It's pretty it outdated. Had, it had its time. Toy Story Midway Mania came in and kicked its it butt kicked so its hard butt. Yeah. that I would either like to see it just redone and done. Just redone. redone. It just needs to be redone. Um, I just think Or just it's, a different attraction. Yeah, I mean. I know. Or, hear me out. Same track. You are now Wally. Oh, I am. You are cruising through the and fact collecting that they don't trash. have a Wally attraction just astounds me. It would fit into Tomorrowland. That's a great idea. Yeah, you're a little. <gasps> so my I daughter and I cry. talked oh, I about that so, what, so. What would your little ride vehicle be? And we decided we probably couldn't do it. But you know how in Wally the people just become lazy blobs and they float around on yeah, yeah. basically oh, yeah. You'd be laying that down thing. cots. You could be on a cot and float through with yeah. Wally as your sidekick and collect trash, but that doesn't actually make any sense. So I think just being in a Wally-shaped car would be super cute and something still using like the laser idea where you're shooting trash out of the... What about something to do with... And collecting little cubes. Uh, Eve. Eva, how she shoots her little laser. Yeah. Maybe yes. Something's there with that, right. you know? So retheming that area to be a Wally thing. I love that. Because Buzz Lightyear I love that. is awesome. I mean, the whole I, I remember when that ride came out and it was like, well, holy cow, we this recently is went so on, great. We recently went on for the first time and I liked it way more than I thought I would. Mm-hmm. 
But I'm with you. It feels like a early '90s laser tag. Yeah, and it's just at best. The lasers I mean, are really inaccurate. Oh God, yeah. The whole. I mean, everything is sticky. Pretty sure that's where coronavirus came from. Exactly. Yeah. It was developed yeah. in the Buzz Lightyear ride. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I know that there are plenty of people who adore that ride. Well, I also especially don't, now that there's Toy Story Mania. But that's I also don't thing. have a little boy anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'm speaking from an adult woman with two adult children right. and a girl who's not into Buzz Lightyear. Right. So please don't hate me too much if you have a nine-year-old boy who's obsessed with Buzz Lightyear sure. or sure. whatever it is, or girl. But I am not, I'm not a fan of that ride. Whenever anyone wants to go on it, I'm like, I'll go because oh, no. I'm with you and I love you, but yeah. I don't really want to. Okay. Anyway, that's, okay. that's my first one. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to do a little ping pong Yeah, let's here? do a ping pong. Okay. I have a feeling, Sarah, that it's going to be Tomorrowland heavy. And I think most people listening are nodding their heads going, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That land's a little little tough. Um, it's, it's such a hard name because it's called Tomorrowland. Right. So they, they try their best to, to predict an optimistic future. And Walt Disney did his best. But I think that's always going to be their struggle. It's always going to be their struggle to well, make something everything now. Everything that was tomorrow then is yeah. actually in the past now. Way in the past now. So that's that's always going to be a struggle. But there is hope for that land after all. So my first one, I'm just I'm going to hit big on the first one. Okay. It's going to go big. Do it. And my guess is a lot of people will agree. Get rid of Autopia. Get it out of there. Here's a few things. <laughs> it's way too loud. It's too stinky. It's terrible for the environment. The cast members have to just suck gasoline up in their noses all day long. Those stupid little cars go, but they suck. The line's too long. It's way outdated. And it takes up so much real estate. Look at the map of Disneyland. I know, I know. I mean, look how much freaking land that takes. Uh, that That one I go back and forth on, though. I agree with you and severely disagree with you in the same breath right right well a lot of people i think would would agree with you like they understand my criticism but also it is kind of a disney classic that's the beauty of these types of disney (sighs) upgrades or changes half the size is part of it well it could be an electric car that's all i'm asking yeah why is it this like lawnmower engine they're feel it's just awful sucking down diesel i feel nauseous every time i come out of that right it's also got one of the worst lines because yep. if it's a long-ish line you were standing in the sun for some part of it gasoline sun gasoline sun. gasoline air yes. sun. yeah <laughs> miserable <laughs> uh yeah i'm okay. personally i'm i'm good with that just going going away what would you do there i mean just another attraction you know another whatever or you could do three or four attractions right there that's the thing you could add a lot you could, i mean it, that it really, when you look at the real estate it's humongous it's it's a space mountain times two or three i have a size. feeling that a lot of people will heavily disagree with you there I, i'm I, curious let's let's hear let's hear it i think that the problem it. is it is not a ride that is super thrilling for adults because we just drive all day that's all we That's do. That's the thing is it's Drive a depiction around. of the future. And Walt Disney had a, an image of yes. cities. He's basically just predicting freeways. Right. And in the 50s and early 60s, <laughs> n- none of that was even there. <laughs> so now it's just like, uh, oh, yeah. good. Let's take our kids to go sit in traffic. Let's go sit on I-5 for fun. <laughs> no, thank you. But kids love it because they get to drive. They, they get, get to drive. get their driver's license. Yeah. It's a whole thing. I know. It's a whole thing. I hey, remember as a kid, redo I, I it. adored it. We do it. We do it. Absolutely. Every time we go, we but go on. redo it. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. You can have redo a version. It. Update. Here's the thing. Tesla sponsors it instead of, what is it? Honda? Honda. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. Honda get out of here. Or we Honda. Get, Come or Hondi, let's yeah, have, step it up. You have Come the on, technology. Dog. Let's make it a good message for kids. Electric motors. Let's make this a solar panel thing. Futuristic as heck. Yeah. You know we can do it. I wouldn't be surprised if that's all in the works. Yeah, because that that would it's be gotta great. be. You can keep the track. You can keep kids getting driver's license. All that stuff can stay. Yeah. I'm just saying, getting rid of these crappy gas motors. It seems like it would be Ugh. a money saver in the long run for Disney to do that too. Totally. I mean, all the gas that they're dumping into it, what is it going to cost for them to put in that infrastructure? Probably a lot. Probably a lot. But all said and done, long term, it feels like maybe they'd save money. 
And think yeah. about all those medical settlements oh, after spending too much time inhaling I mean, that. I like we're kidding. Legitimately, if you wait in line too long, you you I get, get concerned nauseous. for them. I know. The ones are like waving you in and break, yes. break, 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 break. You almost hit the guy in front of you. Yes. Every time. And it's, I it's want a wild ride. to. Okay. Back to you. So mine is to bring back the people mover. Yeah. I'll, I'll give a clap for that. I know that they took it out for all kinds of reasons. And I think one of them is like, it was not safe <laughs> to have people just kind of floating that high up without any sort of real safety Well, measures. we should be, you should clarify, people movers are different than the aerial. I'm not talking Skyway. Not the Skyway. I'm talking okay. the people mover. And the track is still there, friends. I know. It still runs all through that place. And they could extend it and just make it go further out so that it's a longer ride. But how is it better than the monorail? Is the idea that it's more of a quick transportation? It's not mover? for transportation. It's, it's its just, own thing. You went through a thing. It was kind of... Now, this is probably inaccurate because I'm remembering it as like an eight-year-old, but you went through like a tunnel where there were pictures and things and kind of like that Willy Wonka tunnel that's all crazy. I remember it being a little bit spooky. I don't know if that's accurate because, again, I'm remembering from my eight-year-old brain. Well, it closed in 95, but, so you should remember it. But I doubt pretty. I went on it when I was older because it was just... It was slow and weird, but I think that they could totally update it, make the track longer, and put in more of like an updated Disney pictures and stuff is in their that tunnel. It? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it is that with the open. Yeah, it air. almost looks like a a wagon with a with a little roof, like a golf cart. Yes, it's like a train of yes, golf carts. That's right. Okay. Um, but they could do it more like separate things rather than a whole train, and they could. I don't know. We could do something with it. The track is there. Yeah. And I think also to your point of having the people mover back, it's it's like there's this, the track is there Mm -hmm. and it makes this weird uh, skyline now. It makes a strange view that back then it was like these perfect views. You'd have the the skyways going through Matterhorn Mm -hmm. and the people mover above. It seemed futuristic. All this stuff above you zipping and zapping. It was great. And I think that you're just missing that now. And the, the people mover is not futuristic by any means. It's Definitely actually not. very old fashioned yeah. because that's is an old ride. But I think it's cool. I think that a lot of people would totally dig it for yeah. it being nostalgic for them. And it's a slow enough ride that everyone can go on it. There's no like there could there wouldn't be a height restriction. Um, little kids could go on it and whatever they put in the the viewing area. They could change it. It could be updated for different, um, you know, current stuff. What do they call it? Is it uh, mid-century modern? Mm-hmm. If they had just stuck to that, and I still think that that's kind of in the end the only real solution to Tomorrowland. Right. Like if they just stick to that vibe, I think everyone would be pretty stoked on that. Tomorrowland could certainly do with a dose of uh, the Incredicoaster and that Absolutely. vibe. Exactly. Yes. yes very I much agree. so. Because if you do that, you're not trying to always be like, what's it going to be like in the future? You're just kind of, it's like, it's a historical nod to what we thought the future would be. It's like history nostalgia. Yes. It's someone a long time ago imagining what it would be like today. A lot of NASA stuff. Like that kind of vibe and even more Star Wars. And So anyway. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Back to me now. Yes. Let's see. My next one is another Tomorrowland attraction, and this is the Star Wars Launch Bay. What is it? What is it? How is it? Too big. <laughs> Why? Why is it? And it, and especially now that Galaxy's Edge exists. Look, I get it when there was no place for a Star Wars fan to go, and this was like, you know, the biggest thing there, but... <laughs> isn't it's just like a museum of artifacts and character meets and yeah and i've never been inside none yeah, of us I, are really I should preface big that. enough yeah. star wars fans to well, i'm have, a big star wars fan but i mean my but family. i need to yeah 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 but i but now that galaxy's edge is there i'm just 
I just beeline to the greatest corner. If you're a Star Wars fan, you go there. Well, and it's just this giant like, building. It's, it's so It doesn't big. look like anything from nope. the outside. Maybe if it was no. more like shaped like the Millennium Falcon. It's always dark but and it's barely even lit up. I mean. I always think it's closed. I always think I it's closed too. And then I see a little too. kid in a Jedi costume yeah. running up the thing. And I'm like, wait a minute. That's a thing? There's rarely a line. It just seems like, it just seems very dead. Yeah. Like a lot of Tomorrowland. Yes. You know, it's just like a lot of real estate with not a whole lot going on. So, yeah, that'd be another one for me. Let's let's get something else in there. Cool. I would love to see the monorail track go in two directions so that it goes over DCA as well. I know. I would love to see where you can get on it in downtown Disney and you can either go to Disneyland. Yeah. Or you, you can, can go, go to DCA. Right. It doesn't have to do a whole loop around both or no. anything like that. But I would love for that to be like a stopping point in the middle in, in downtown Disney so you could get to either park to that furthest corner. Yep. I mean, if it could take you way back to, to like Pixar. where Goofy is, you know, uh-huh. way back there. Yeah. It seems like that would be doable. I know that I'm saying that because it's not on me. But right. um, in a in a perfect world, I'd love well, to be able to. that's the whole point of this exercise. Yeah. To be able to. Could. And and I think it, stuff like that helps um, give people who aren't huge ride people mm-hmm. something to do that's not just walking around, not just shopping. Yeah, yeah. you get you get to see more from the air. Um, I I like riding the monorail back and forth just because it's cool. Oh, not it's a even great view too. To yeah. get anywhere, no. It but is very cool. It's a nice air-conditioned little... And it doesn't look like any public transportation you're ever going to be on. No. It's not like the max train here. It's not like a subway or a bus or something. It's, yep. it's really its own Disneyland vibe thing. Yep. You know? Okay, that's a good one. Another one for me, and this... I'm going to apply to both sides, to DCA and Disneyland proper. This is everything related to the heat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, bear with me. Like at Universal Studios, they handle this really well. They have a ton of opportunities for shade when you're standing in line. Mm-hmm. A lot of misters, fans, that kind of stuff. It's kind of non-existent at Disneyland for the most part. There's a few where they, they kind of handle it pretty well. But if if it's a you know pushing 100 degrees and you're in the Incredicoaster line, it sucks. Yes. Or the Little Mermaid line that's going outside. Uh-huh. It doesn't get good until you get inside. Yeah. Or you name it, man. It's just, it's a bummer. Um, pirates, if it snakes all the way out into New Orleans Square. <laughs> I've only oh, seen that happen, I God. think, twice in my life. Oh, see, I've seen it a lot, actually, yeah. where it gets all the way out there. But anyway, it's just, it always surprises me. You know, it's Southern California. And there are times there where it is so unbearably hot. Uh huh. And that it just it really drains you. And Disneyland is better about the shade than DCA, I think. Um, but are you are you done with that thought? Yeah, yeah, that's basically so that it. That is my same thought. Is that Toontown needs? That's the worst. More one. shade. Yes. And more food. I I would oh love to see a restaurant back there. I know that there's limited space, but there's probably something in Toontown that could go. And replace it with some sit-down uh, umbrella-type seating mm-hmm. where they serve kid food. Yep. Um, no, because it's so it, just far on the other end shade. of the world. It's yeah. It's such a it's hot, hot. open. I, I mean, well, we always joke about it. You don't go to Toontown during the day, no. unless you have a little kid with you. You don't go to Toontown during the middle of the day. I wouldn't even want to take a little kid to Toontown in the middle of the day. In the middle of August, it's too freaking hot. Everything's glaring back at you. It's like that that shiny plastic everywhere. And And I actually, I have conflicting feelings about Toontown as a whole. Oh, me too. I mean, it does feel like it takes up an awful lot of space to have, what, two rides? The problem with this, though, is it really is great for, like, two-year-olds. It is. Four-year-olds. But, again, it's like... It's all lines. It's all lines. And so no. you end up standing in line in the sun. Do you ever or wonder going what... into Mickey's house, which is actually Mickey it is and Minnie's houses cute. are so dang They cute. can't get rid of those. No. No, That's and I, super I wouldn't cute. want them to. And I actually really like that little roller coaster. Yeah. The, what is it? It's like a oh, minute. The gadgets go coaster. Forty two seconds. Yeah, it's under seconds. a minute. Yeah, that's right. Forty two seconds. We've timed it. I <laughs> it's love actually that great. coaster so much. It's cute. 
Oh man, it's it's actually awfully fun. It's just very short. I wish I had video of my six foot four son and six foot one husband riding that together (laughs) and pretending it's scary same thing together and my husband was screaming like he was really terrified so funny the whole train was laughing Ah. it was so good so that was yeah that was mine was more shade and food in toontown okay well a ping pong off your your more access to food this is a personal thing for me Mm -hmm. we've talked about it a few times how much iced coffee goes hand in hand with me at disneyland really everywhere in my life I want easier access to iced coffee. Is that so much to ask? If I'm if I'm in the haunted mansion, I have to go all the way back through Frontierland or snake around through Adventureland and hoof it to either Jolly Holiday, which is always busy, mm-hmm. or what's even more busy, the Starbucks yeah. at uh, the Market House. Market House, thank yes. you. Yeah, I mean, come on now. Like, there can't be a little kiosk, a little... You know, you get, you're selling popcorn, you're selling a churro, you and also you have iced coffee. Like an Oregonian right now, <laughs> so hard. We are so so addicted to caffeine, coffee specifically, any coffee. Southern California is too, though. With I iced don't coffee, know. are they like we are? I don't think they yeah, are. I really maybe that's don't. What it is. There's a Starbucks. Notice, I'm not saying coffee. Outside. I'm saying iced coffee. Yeah, I know. It's hot. Well, that's yes. You know, I I do. I mean, it's just, it, I, I you've, you've with been you. with me how many times I'm like, I need to get a coffee, but I am so far away. You're willing to risk missing a ride? I will miss a ride. Like, you, I'll catch it up yep. with you guys. And not I've done to it. say you're not pissed about it, but it happens. It happens. You've been, yeah. you've been uncaffeinated enough you to don't want to be with me for too long. Ride. Yeah. Yeah. I get grumpy. That's not good. That's not good. Okay. So that's just a, a little one for you. Okay. My final one is. In the Monsters, Inc. area, we need more. It's one attraction back there. God, do I agree. A very strange stage, which I know has stuff. And the people who are performing on those stages, it's their best day. The people who are there watching those Oh, that stage. Like where high school bands play and stuff. And that's really cool. I love that they have that option. But it's in a weird little corner. It used to be in Disneyland where you could do that. I actually went with my band when I was 15 to play It should be at Disneyland. Yeah, and I just, that's okay. It could stay, but I feel like it really needs more monsters. It just needs more theming. Totally. And that area would the ride be a is perfect very great. place for, hear me out, a sushi restaurant. Oh, yeah. Harryhausen's. See? Hey. Dude, that would be actually perfect. Right? Seriously, that and is it, actually really, It wouldn't even yeah. have to be sushi. They Mm-mm. could do just like. Totally. Some kind of maybe. I don't really know what else. Maybe like ramen or yeah, that little octopus dude. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something Asian. Oh my god! Inspired. It's in the ride. Yeah, for crying out yeah. loud! Like, oh yeah, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. And food, not just snacks. No. Like actual, not a corn dog. Like I mean, food. Like we went to the we went recently, and they were doing the Lunar New Year, and it was so there was such good food. Oh, it was great. They could just pull some of that yeah. stuff over into that area and. Sure, I know Chinese food is not what Harryhausen's was, but sure, it, a lot of it noodles yep. and sesame and yeah, you can Americanize it fine for sure. Yeah, it but, doesn't have to be super authentic. No, it's a couple California rolls. It's and a noodles. monsters sushi restaurant. Oh, it doesn't be, have to be authentic. No, it would be great, but it would be really cool. It's a cute area too, so they could totally do it for sure. There's lots of real estate back there. Yes. Do you have another one? So I have two more, and I'll just kind of do them quickly. First of the last two for me is just a general, and maybe people agree or disagree, I just think Disneyland could have better food. I know mm. it's something we've talked about a few times. Mm-hmm. Some of the stuff, they they hit a home run, they knock it out of the park, and I love some of the meals there. But just generally speaking, I don't know. It's a, it's a little fast foodie, and it's just always that kind of vibe. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would agree with that. I think that there's some stuff that's way overhyped too. Yes, for um, sure. Which I think needs to be its own like separate episode. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's bad. for a month straight. Oh, and I know there's whole like bloggers that dedicate just to Disneyland food and what's out for the season. And I'm not knocking on that. I'm just saying there could be one or two additional restaurants. It just does a better job. Yeah, I Let's agree. Just get some better food. And if it takes reservations or whatever, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, it's always, 
a little bit greasy. It's mm-hmm. kind of, yeah, I don't know, overpriced. Yeah, and we haven't been to Epcot, but everybody says how amazing the food is I've at heard Epcot. That, yeah. And I, I would love to go to see if we agree with that. Right. Or if we're just snobs. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I think there's, it's fair to say that, you know, people, you, you enter the park, and <laughs> you just, you get dumb. We talk about all the time, the Disney yeah. dumb. It makes you just kind of like, everything's great. Everything tastes better at right. Disney. Right. Yeah. So. Totally. But yeah, that's, that's just a quick one. Um, the second one is in DCA, because we've kind of barely covered DCA. You, you did one. Is the Games of Pixar Pier. That whole strip, I like. I love it. It was really fun to go play a few of those carnival games, but it's pretty much always empty. Mm-hmm. You walk past there, there's one kid and a dad throwing a ball at the thing, trying to get the toy. And it costs extra. It costs extra. Come on now. It costs extra. We want a very cute little Wally stuffed animal thing. Mm-hmm. It was a great memory. It was cute. But it takes up an awful lot of real estate. Just like everything there is so valuable, the real estate. I th- I could just see another cool attraction or something. I don't know. Just a thought. I've never really dug that area. I think they could do something better. I don't like carnivals in the first place. Right. So I go to Disneyland because I yes, don't like carnivals. It's nicer than a fair at our local fairgrounds, but... It's still carnival games, and it just doesn't do it for me. And I know that the the counter argument to that is that some people want DCA specifically to feel like a hometown mm-hmm. fair or something along those right. lines. I don't. I personally don't. I don't, I don't, don't need it to. I want it to feel like Disneyland. I want it to feel like a special place that's not just like the Hillsborough County Fair. Right. Where you're throwing a thing at another thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on. That's that's everywhere. Right. This is Disneyland. I totally agree. I agree with so many of what you guys have just said. But I would say it would be lovely to have Roger Rabbit be somewhat ADA friendly. Mm -hmm. Having been someone that was in a wheelchair in that line, it is claustrophobic. I don't know what to do with it, but I love that ride. I know it's not a favorite of a lot of people, but I love that movie. It is an insane movie. We just watched it recently. It's delightful. Yeah, I love the movie. Just absurd (laughs) and so outdated. And I I love it. The argument of like, why is it there still? Yeah. I mean, no one knows. I get it. I have no idea what that is. But I love it. But we love it. Yeah. We're in our 30s, so we grew up with it. It should be a little bit less of a death trap. Yes. That's all I'm going to say. That line is brutal. So the story behind that, though, is when we went into that line. And Ash was oh in a wheelchair. My God. We got about halfway in and the ride broke down and no one was moving. Like, I don't know. We were stuck. Have for, you ever waited longer for a line there? I don't, I don't think, think so. we have. I think, I think we ended up, it said 10 minutes when we got to the front. We waited well over an hour. I think it was, it was an hour and a half in that line. And about 45 minutes of that was standing in one spot. I take it we back. We couldn't even turn the wheelchair. We, we waited longer for Gal- uh, Rise of the Resistance. Right. Oh, but there was, was room. You could have hour. backed out but if you wanted to. Is, I've waited that long for cars, too. Right. For that's the, a good point. The cars ride, but I have never been stuck like that. Yeah, we no. couldn't leave that ride if we wanted to. I mean, if we you were have looking to pee, around for like, panic, like no. we could we could pick up the wheelchair and get over this wall, and then we could push through this emergency exit. Maybe it would suck, but it would have taken a lot of effort. Legitimate there was panic. no way to get out. We were totally trapped. And if, if for people that are listening that haven't been on that ride or haven't been on a long time, you don't remember. How, how wide do you think these little hallways are? It is exactly are? wide enough to fit a wheelchair. Exactly wide. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. with a wheelchair, that's how wide this little hallway is. 40 just, inches? I yeah, don't know. Zigzags. Oh, man. And it's like walls, floor to ceiling, right next to you on both sides for a lot of it. So you're just yeah. really, it's very claustrophobic. Very. That That's a good one. Okay, everyone is going to hate me for this. Ooh, I can't wait. I am the only person that I know that feels this way. But churros at Disneyland taste like somebody took a tiny little pool noodle and deep fried it. Yeah. And I feel like they could do so much better. Get out. Get out. I fully understand that I am wrong, but this is how I feel. I know. And we have debated about this because we're married. And it drives me crazy that that's how you feel. It's a pool noodle. I'm sorry. I still take a bite, but I'm always like, I have to take a bite and then complain about it. Okay. Yeah, you just, you've never gotten it. You don't no. get the... I get a real oh. churro. Yeah. Where do you get a real churro? 
at a fair. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, fair enough. I don't think I've ever had a churro outside of Disney except at Costco. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I'm sure I have, but I don't, I don't remember it. I don't remember having a churro outside Costco's of Disneyland. Costco's churros are kind of bomb. But sure they are. I don't know that they actually sell them anymore. They did for a while. They were real good. I mean, it is a must for me. I have to get it. I'm willing to spend the $5. Would you argue that out of all the Disney snacks, that's the one that you have to get the most? No. Actually, okay. Which what's one really is? funny is we talked about this last episode, our top five foods. Yeah. And I completely forgot my top one food. Which is what? A caramel apple. Yeah, that's valid. What kind of an idiot am I? Off that's Main my Street. favorite thing. I will get it for breakfast or lunch or dinner or it a snack. It is awfully delish. Or all of the above. But every visit, it's something that if I don't get it, What's that? I feel sick What is that sweet candy shop off Main Street? So they have the option on Main Street, and then they also have the place in downtown Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that's like right. Marceline's Confectionery yeah. or something like that. Um, and they're the same apples, and I just want caramel. That's so funny you didn't and list that. nuts, and oh, that's yeah. it. So good. I don't want, I don't want the big ones with like the marshmallow ears, and they're adorable. They're like twelve dollars each, but I don't even care about that. I yeah. just want caramel and peanuts, and I'm a happy, happy girl. Classic choice. Thank you. We want to ask you, the listeners. If you have anything that you would change about Disneyland or DCA, change or add, we're interested to hear your thoughts on that. Also, let us know how wrong we are. Yeah. We want to hear you rip us a new one. Tell us how wrong we are about our picks. Hit us up at Disney Dependent on Instagram or send us an an email, DisneyDependent at gmail.com. Let us know. Producer Ash knows that I'm wrong, but... This is how producer Ash feels. We want you know to what? hear Maybe, more, right. more people telling her she's wrong. Maybe there's a, a, a scared corner of people out there. They're like, they can't feel, you know, they're like uh, communists in the 50s. Yeah. Like the Red Scare. They there are come out. literally dozens of us. There's, <laughs> there's literally dozens of us. So this week we have uh, media recommendations for you. And as we do every week. So my recommendation this week, as I mentioned earlier, I found it on Netflix, which was good because I don't have Disney Plus in my hotel room. It is Saving Mr. Banks. Oh, I saw it when it first came out. I remember that I liked it, but I didn't really remember why I liked it. Um, It was the perfect movie for me today. It was it made me cry multiple times. Part where they go to Disneyland. Oh, my gosh. I know. The Carousel, yes. Fantasyland. Tom Hanks is the perfect, the perfect Walt Disney. Oh, I know. He's so great. Gets his mannerisms just perfect. Yeah, it was it was great. I, I, know. I loved everything about it. Me too. Um, she was great. The whole story was great. I think watching it the second time through too, I didn't have questions about who people were. Right. Because I will it a say that more. one thing they don't do a great job of is explaining who the characters are yes. as you're coming into the story. Agreed. So at the beginning, you It kind of takes being a Disney fan to well, really know. But you Even meet then. the girl as a little girl, and her dad is uh, Colin... Colin Farrell? Firth. Col- no, Farrell. Colin, Colin Farrell. Farrell. Right, yeah. Um, and they... They don't tell you specifically that he is who he is. Right. And so you spend a lot of the movie trying to figure out what's cut going back on. Because in the past Which I think is good. Yeah, but yeah. it is one of those movies that I recommend if you've seen it before. They don't give it Watch to you. it again. Yeah, right. Because it, it's like, what's that movie? Um, the I See Dead People. Uh, Six Sense. Six yeah. Sense. That's right. like you spend the whole movie right. kind of like, what's going on? What's going on? And you oh, get to the end and you're like, <gasps> now I got to watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, no, that's a good that's a good point. It's kind of the same thing for me. I I remember watching it and crying at the end and thinking it was great and all of that, but me watching too. it again kind of knowing what I was seeing, it was better. And watching great. the uh, Sherman Brothers in that one oh, after my watching God, the Sherman so Brothers good. documentary. Oh man, just kind of tied The amount it all of involvement together. they had in Mary Poppins and all of those classic movies. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people understand they didn't just write music. They they helped make the movies. For sure. You know, that was part of the plot. It changed Disney's 
impression of the film and the mm-hmm. screenwriters would respond to the Sherman Brothers music and yes. it was a huge collaboration. They were yeah. on set often. Right. I mean, they were on set through all of Mary Poppins, working with her and everyone really. I mean, yeah, that's a good pick. It was it was a great film. Thank and, you. And they handled the Disneyland stuff so well. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, it's a really interesting for the deep fans out there. Go look up the making of that movie. Okay. Even if you just type those words in, you'll get a bunch of stuff on Google. Images of the film production at Disneyland yes. in modern time. So in the background, you'll see modern right. people just like us going to Disneyland and watching Tom Hanks do the, the performance and stuff. Yeah. It's great because they'll just rope off a little thing, you know, quiet. They're well, and they're film. all in like... The clothes are exactly from that time. From that time, and I, the whole time they were in Disneyland, all I could do was look around trying to catch something that was wrong. They, there's a video of Tom Hanks walking through the front gates. Oh man, that's and so amazing! In his thing, and like you know, they're walking because they, they had to walk all the way through the park. Yeah, but they kept the park open because Disneyland doesn't close. Right. Except right now, unfortunately. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I pointed that out when they were in the. The entryway just between the ticket booths and the the train station. I told my daughter, I was like, hey, check it out. Behind where all those people are standing, right in the background, they can't show it because that's where DCA is. Yes. That was a parking lot. That was in our lifetime. Giant parking lot. Yeah. I remember parking there. It was just pavement as far as the eye can see. Yep. And dad would always remember where we parked because they have character names just like they do now in the parking lots. But yeah, it would be like Donald Duck at D3, you know? Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> That's how you'd remember. Pinocchio 7. Pinocchio 7, yep. And now whenever we park in the parking garage, I always take a picture of the thing because I, I think I'm going to remember. You won't. And I cannot tell you how many times nope. I've gotten back to the parking garage and been like, Gosh, no darn it. idea. I I'll don't be remember here for the next two hours. <laughs> let alone the spot. A short-term memory really cannot survive a Disney magic day. No. <laughs> what do you always say when I start... <laughs> Losing my memory. You're in goldfish mode. You're not making memories. Yes. Yes. I just start asking the same questions over and over. Yeah. Where are we going next? James, that's like the seventh time you've asked. Yeah. And then she just turns to me and says, James isn't making new memories anymore. He's in goldfish mode. We're like, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Sorry, James. We'll just tell you where to go. That's why he needs more coffee in various places around the park. Mm -hmm. All right. That's a great pick. Thank you. Great pick. What's yours? Okay. My recommended content for the week is a Disney movie. That well, I always forget as a Disney movie is the movie Heavyweights. I have never seen it. Really? I'm going to watch it immediately. I hope it lives up to, for those who don't know, early 90s, mid 90s, maybe 95, 96, something like that. Ben Stiller. Okay. Like kind of earlier in his career. And it's a, in all ways, like a cheesy, corny family Disney movie about these kids that go to a fat camp. Okay. And, but what, then, then hilarity just ensues because Judd Apatow was part of it. Okay. Early in his career. Paul Feig. So Paul Feig, the guy who did, the two of them collaborate on like uh, Superbad and, and Knocked Up. Okay. Um, what's the other Paul Feig stuff? He was part of The Office too. And like, so he's like just a funny dude. Adult humor. I don't know, you know who he is, but. You would. He's been surprising. a part of a lot yeah. of that kind of scene. Seth, so, uh, Seth Rogen and okay. all those guys. A beloved fat camp that. Is actually more about just having fun and yes, being with people right. that so you love. these kids never actually lose weight. Right. But then one year... They have to sell. They have to... Yeah, so the kids arrive to the park, and it's like, everyone knows the songs, and everyone's so happy to be there. And then the two... Which is um, Jerry Stiller, Ben Stiller's yes. dad. Right. When he was still alive, and some other very famous female community. I forget her name. Yeah. Anyway, they come out, and they're the owners of the, of the camp, and they're like, oh, they're sad, and they say that they have to sell the park. Or the the camp. And all the kids are bummed. And then like, woo, woo, like sirens start. And it's like Tony Robbins, like music. Uh Like, welcome. Ben Stiller's a fitness guru that's just there. Tony Perkins. Tony Perkins. The Perkins system. (laughs) Perkins says. Yeah, that's right. He's so over the top and intense about losing weight. Basically just abuses them for the entire summer. Because he was abused as a kid. Uh So he's like, oh, it's the, the quotable moments in that movie are endless i mean me and my friends dylan stefan all of us have been quoting that movie our whole lives that is so weird that i've never seen it come here you, come here, you devil, devil lug, lug. <laughs> put the food away the bugs will be out soon or no it's ben, the insects will the be out insects soon, will be out soon. <laughs> it's ben Siller at his craziest and like okay 
Oh, unfiltered. I will watch it immediately. It's amazing. I will have to check to see if it's on Netflix. If not, I will have to stand in the yes. middle of my living room full of appliances and watch it. It's like the feel <laughs> of the Sandlot with like amazing humor. Okay. Yeah, it's so good. So yeah, there it's it is. like the Sandlot meets um, like Wayne's World, like right. kind of humor. I'm down. Yes. Sounds good. Cool. That has been the episode. We thank you very much for hanging in there with us. Yes. Um, even through this terrible week we're having. Uh, yeah. Next week's going to be better. It we will. We know it will. It has to. And we will see you then. And if you are looking for a way to support us and keep us going, because as much as it is a low-cost thing to do, there are costs involved. Yep. You can head over to our Instagram page, and we will have a link up um, showing you the way to drop some money in our tip jar. Yes. But more importantly, even, is tell a friend, if you have a friend who's Disney obsessed like you are. Yes. And uh, I'm sure you do if you're listening to the show. Of course, yeah. And think of it as good karma. You know, yes. everyone out there has started maybe a band or you've started a small company or whatever that thing is that you have done. You know how hard it is and you know how much you want people to to respond to it. So this takes an immense amount of work. And anything you're doing, I'm sure you spent a lot of time on it as well. So we want to help you as much as we want you to help us. So let us know and we'd definitely do that. We would love it if you would head over and subscribe wherever you listen and rate and review. On iTunes. It it means so much. Yes. Um, I keep hearing that and on all the podcasts that I listen to. And now having our own podcast, I really understand that it does mean a lot for you to actually rate and review. Especially on Apple Podcasts. It'll rate the show. For sure. So people actually see it. And then, you know, if you have anything to share with us, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at DisneyDependent at gmail.com. If you have ideas for future episodes, suggestions for things you want to hear us talk about, and just stay engaged with us on our Instagram, email, at Disney Dependent on Instagram. Yeah. Follow us over there. We'll be posting some fun, neat Disneyland-themed things. Absolutely. All things Disney, really. This podcast is produced by Producer Ash. The logo is by Ryan Hatch, and you can find him at WR Hatch on Instagram. The music is by Ryan Knowles, and you can find him at Ryan Allen Knowles on Instagram. This show is mixed and edited by Deanna Chapman. You can find Deanna at Deanna underscore Chapman. And this has been a Team Dynamite Goat production. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the show, and we'll be back here next week. See you real soon. See you real soon. Yay!